it's Megan and Nicole. Welcome to It's Cool Us Too, where we chat different parts about being a woman in your 30s and realize honestly, we all go through the same shit just from different angles. Megan. <laughs> Megan. What? When we talked about recording this episode, we talked Do you have a glass of wine? Yes, of course I have a glass of wine. We talked about drinking and doing this episode. I put a little Bailey's in mine. Okay, that counts. I, I actually did. Okay. Mm. Okay, hi. Hi. <laughs> we were just talking about how I'm in Whistler right now, and it's 2.30, and we're recording this, and I'm like, I didn't get a glass of wine. It feels, feels a bit wrong, but I should have. It's 5.30. I am well on my way. No, I'm kidding. This is my first glass. <laughs> you told me you had a story. I'm well on my way. I've been drinking all day. Um. You told me you had a story for me. I did. I well, it's not, it really a, it's not really a story. I've just had a very good two days. So the fact that this is my first drink of the day actually isn't true because <laughs> um, – so my work did Secret Santa last week and I got a mini waffle maker from my Secret Santa. Adorable. That I'm obsessed with. And then I also – we did like a booze exchange and I got a big bottle of cava. So we decided that for the people that are still in the office today – we were going to do waffles and fruit and mimosas. So on my like oh my God, mini so waffle maker, I was making like waffles for everyone. I brought in a bunch of fruit. Um, some of my colleagues brought in like some like orange juice or like chocolate chips. Like we just like – it was this hodgepodge of um, brunch, but it was so fun and everyone loved it. So I did have a mimosa this morning. It is a Monday, <laughs> but it's great. Um, but no, my story from yesterday, which is also why I'm so in such a good mood still, guess what I did? Just guess. One guess. I already know what you did, Nicole. Don't make me guess. I went to puppy yoga. <laughs> the listener. Did you hear that? It she is, went to puppy yoga. It is yoga with puppies. Do you what understand? What kind of puppies were they? Oh, what they were, were they? Aussie doodles. <gasps> and they were... So fluffy. And they were like the first half an hour, you cannot – like you're doing yoga, but they're like running around and if they come up and like bite your hair or bite your sock or like lick your face or just come up and like sit on your butt, like you you are doing yoga with these puppies running around. I feel like quite sick right now. (laughs) Like (laughs) I am overwhelmed. Megan, I'm still riding on a high from this. And then they give you 20 minutes of puppy playtime where you can go in. There needs to be more. Do you have the option of just not doing the yoga? No, it's literally, no, it's literally in their frequently asked questions. This is not open to observers. (laughs) (laughs) Like you must participate. Yeah. It's like those weird people who just like, actually I'm one of those weird people. So no judgment who go into the dog park, but don't have dogs. And people are like, please leave. You don't have a dog. Why are you so here? weird? Yeah, no, but oh my, <laughs> Megan, like these little floof balls were running around. I mean, they do like pee as they're going and you just raise your hand and they come over and clean it up kind of thing. One don't care. definitely Could took, not care less. one took a poop on my sister's boyfriend's mat, but again, it was <laughs> dealt with very swiftly. This should be part of our mental health care in Canada is yoga with puppies. It is fucking genius. It was the best I experience. I think I would just rather hang out with the puppies. I mean, I don't want to do yoga. It wasn't that hard. It was like 30 minutes of like light yoga. 
Okay, true. I mean, I guess you can't. No, I'm not worried about being hard. I'm more like. I think I would struggle to like listen. Oh, you do. And you're watching them as they're running around and stuff. And like in um, Shavasana at the very end, when you're laying on your back, the guy came up and put one on my like head. So it's just, but I could feel like it was like, I think he had peed a little earlier. So I had a little pee (laughs) on my forehead. (laughs) But oh my God, Megan, like it was the most wonderful experience. I cannot cannot recommend enough so like how often can you go back it's like a pop-up thing it's not a recurring like weekly daily thing that's too bad yeah but they happen in toronto and in ottawa okay i definitely need to go oh i'll send you pictures later actually i'll post some when this episode comes out on our story yeah 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 but we've already got some positive feedback about lou lou's our mascot Clearly the pup, the puppy, the community that we were building are pro puppy. So yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if I'd call Lou a puppy anymore, but she's the queen dog. Don't be rude, okay? Okay, she's young at heart. Watch your, she's young at watch heart. Watch your tone. Watch your tone. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that I'm as a result, and this goes back to like what we talked about last week, which is I like things like that. I am feeling good going into the holidays. I love that. Yeah. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm pretty good. I went, it's minus 25 here right now. Yeah, it's nuts. That's unholy. My mom went skiing today and my dad is quite concerned. She's just like. (laughs) Have you not heard from her? Why is he concerned? No, we've heard from her. She's (laughs) totally fine. But he was just like, are you sure? And she was like, yes, I'm going. Because her friend was coming up to ski with her today. So yeah, no, I think, I think uh, she's fine. She's going to live. We're going to go meet for um, a couple beers and some chicken wings later. Nice. Um, which is nice. I'm doing pretty good. I'm just like ready to be off, I think. Yeah, point. same. But as Tink says, we're rubber banding our way until Friday. So. Okay. I don't understand that analogy. I need you to explain it Okay. For me. <laughs> you know when like something breaks and you put a rubber band around it? To like okay, yeah. just hold it together. That's what she means. I th- I think. I mean, I haven't spoken to her, but like <laughs> my assumption you haven't is that called what she her means up. is like you're <laughs> no, I haven't called her. But my assumption is that like, yeah, you're just r- rubber banding something as in you're like putting a rubber band around it. It's like putting a band-aid on something. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. We should start coining our own phrases. Well, I mean, I'm going to say my valley of emotion from last week, I feel like would be great Ooh. on a hoodie. <laughs> yeah, that's got bumper sticker written all over it. <laughs> I don't know what it says about the person who buys it, but yeah. I'm in a valley of emotion. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That makes me think of the questions I wrote down. So today Cole and I are doing, asking each other really personal questions. <laughs> And drinking wine. I've got a coffee and Bailey's. She's got an actual wine. But that reminded me of one of the questions, which was, what would you call this period of your life or this chapter of your life? Nicole, would you call yours the Valley of Emotion? You know what? Honestly, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Peaks and valleys. Peaks and valleys. (laughs) What about you? What would you call it? I was worried you were going to ask me what I would call it. Okay. Well, don't ask questions you don't want to (laughs) answer. What would I call it? 
rubber banding it. <laughs> we're just gonna we've got we're so burnt out we have nothing left to give any Honestly, of you. <laughs> nothing left. I mean, no, what would I call it? I would call it like I don't know, I still feel like I'm in my growing up phase. Okay. So maybe it's growing up. Becoming a fully fledged adult. Love that for you. Yours is a bit quippier than mine. Yeah, but I also it's like super depressing. A valley of yeah. emotion. No. Yeah. I honestly, what would I call this time of life? Transitional. From what? I just think it's like that weird in-between phase of everything. Yeah. So I'm in a very transitional phase. I feel like I'm on the like I'm wrapping up things in my life and putting like certain things in my life to bed. And then I also feel like I'm getting ready for new things and amazing things and new challenges too. Yeah. Lately I've been feeling like a bit like less excited about the future. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, is it gonna be the same for it's like, is it gonna be like this forever? You know? <laughs> you know, Din David goes to the dentist. I think just about my romantic life. I'm like, is this just gonna be it forever? I was actually I saw this this guy who I'll tell you his name off pod, but um, this guy that we went to Queens with on a dating app and was like, hey, like, could it not say hi? So I'm like texting with him a little bit, but he messaged me and was like, hey, like, oh my God, it's been like literally 12 years. He's moving back. He's moving out of the city, out of Toronto. And he was like, yeah, like, I'm really sad to leave Toronto though, because the dating scene is so fun in Toronto. And I was like, is it? Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm such a negative like, I was like, really? <laughs> like, really? Like, you're loving it? Like, that's, I guess, good. Like, you're very positive, but I think, I'm like, just in that mode. Fair. And you know what? I think that is very indicative of just you right now in general. Cause I'm kind of, I'm actually quite a bit, I'm in, a, I'm in an excited of my dating life phase right now, but I was in a, a valley of emotions. A slump. For, I was in a slump for a bit, but, um, at least you didn't have a guy from high school match you saying, <laughs> oh, oh, look, there's one of my many high school crushes. And I was like, oh, wait to make a girl feel special. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, he, And it's not even like he ran into you and no. that just came out and he was no. like, oh, fuck. He literally wrote that to you. And then his response to that, because I did write, way to make a girl feel special was, <laughs> I, I feel like real. honesty is the best policy. <laughs> Oh my god. Cheeky little one, I know. Well, whatever. You've got some stuff going on in your dating life. I'm happy for you. And I'm happy for everyone else. I'm just more like get through the holidays, it's Meg. Tumbleweeds over here. No, get through get through the holidays. Things can change very quickly. And like refresh, focus on yourself, come back glowing for the new year. But don't put pre- I think when you put pressure as being like, "Oh, I have to be dating. I have to be doing this. I have to be doing this." It takes the fun out of it. And it becomes more of a chore than an experience and a journey. The, the wine might be going to my head. Yeah. Nicole's in the Valley of Emotion right now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm on a peak, man. <laughs> on the topic of uh, dating. Mm-hmm. So, like, we got this idea for the episode, I think because I kept talking, or I've mentioned several times, that I want to play 36 Questions to Fall in Love. But we're already in love, so. That's true. 
That's true. So this is kind of like well, we haven't played this game probably in never. ages though with each other. I've Have never you ever played. I've never played this game with you ever. And I've asked to play so many times and it just it's never been the right yeah. crowd. You, and like we've gone on like girls' weekends and stuff, but it's like it's too many people. Yeah. Like it's it's too challenging. So we're not playing 36 questions we are playing some version of it like it's like an amalgamation of 36 questions questions we're not really strangers questions and then serena kerrigan yes serena kerrigan's questions Mm -hmm. so should we go i think i think so where do you want to start i think honestly right at the top so if you could invite someone dead or alive over for a dinner party who would it be my answer has changed to this question over the years. Mm -hmm. So like I think of a dinner party and I think like I want this person to be able to like hold a conversation and I also want them to be like really interesting. Mm -hmm. Like I'm like, I want them to be like someone that people are excited to hear from. Mm -hmm. So my answer, (laughs) well, if it was like, I want them to fall in love with me, it would be John Krasinski. (laughs) Air. Yeah, um, obviously. <clears throat> However, if it's like I want them to have some amazing stories to tell, I think it might be like Oprah. Mm. Like someone that's like she's met everyone, you know, yeah. like she'd be able to t- tell us so many cool stories. I used to say like I used to say Bruce Springsteen, but it's too much. I mean, I also thought about my grandparents, but yeah. I think that's my answer. Pretty straightforward. What about you? I think mine would be my grandparents, to be honest. Like, I – and each of them for different reasons. Like, my dad's dad, I would love to have dinner with because I was – he was my first grandfather to – like, my grandparent to pass away. And I was in high school, and we didn't live super close to each other. So, like, I just would love to talk to him as an adult. You know what? I'm going to stay him. Be, like, I love my all my other grandparents. I was really close and I really miss my mom's parents. But I think, yeah, my granddad, he was who I want to have dinner with. Okay, you made me sound like a shitty person, Nicole, for not choosing my grandparents. No. Do you want me to choose a celebrity? <laughs> no, it's okay. Because if I did, do you know who I would choose? Who? Princess Diana. Oh, oh my God. Okay, I'm watching the Meghan and Harry thing right now. Okay, I finished it. Okay. We probably should dive into this at another time, but one question that I have for you. Remember when we went to Windsor together? Mm-hmm. Was there, what was happening? It was just the changing of the guard. No. Yes. That's what it was. No, because there was like huge crowds of people. It was the changing of the guard. Oh. I thought maybe something actually momentous was happening. Megan, it, like we could move through the streets. If there was something momentous, there would be like... We would be elbowing our way through the crowds. Okay. <laughs> okay, why why Princess Diana? I just love Princess Diana. And I just feel like I would have loved to sit down and, and talk to her. And she has I the mean, same having... birthday as my mom, too. So, like, and I know my mom, like, oh. I remember my mom watching her funeral. I was a kid. Like, I was, we were super young when that all, when she passed away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, yeah, I'd want to talk to her. I have found it really fascinating. This isn't a spoiler for anyone who's watching the Harry and Meghan documentary, but I found it really fascinating because I just really did not know anything about Princess Diana. Mm -hmm. Like I, 
and just hearing a little bit more about her in those first couple of episodes. So interesting. Just like the way that she stood up for her kids and really tried hard to sort of shelter them Mm -hmm. from the paparazzi. Totally. And obviously I never disliked her. It just gave me a whole new level of respect for like, I didn't realize that she was kind of a trailblazer in that way. Like I didn't realize that she had kind of started the movement of trying to shelter um, your kids from that type of exposure. Even beyond that, she was like during the AIDS epidemic, she was one of the first people to hug someone who was infected with AIDS. Oh my God, I had no idea. Yeah. And like back in like the 80s and 90s, the stigma was that you could contract AIDS and HIV through just touching another person. So that was a huge, huge deal that she had, uh, she did. So that's why I think she's just a, yeah, I'd love to, love to have dinner with her. Okay. On that note, where do you want to go next? Mm. We have like a hundred questions. Way too many questions. (laughs) Like we're going to go through, I don't know, five to 10. Yeah. We're going to need a part two. My, my next one is death row meal. Okay, yeah. wait, wait, wait. There's a few stipulations. Ooh. So you can choose three courses if you want to. Okay. Some people find that overwhelming, nope. but I like it. Um, and you can choose like a drink. So if you want like okay. a Diet Coke or like a wine or whatever. Yep. Um, okay, yeah, those are the stipulations. Okay, I already know. Uh, okay. It would all be from the keg. It would be <laughs> <laughs> their escargot. Oh, yum. It would be their prime rib with garlic mashed potatoes and green beans and uh, a Billy Minor pie. And then oh, the Billy Minor pie. a glass of Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, my God. Two things. One. That was the perfect meal I know. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was all right. It's not my, not my answer at all, but fine. The two things. One. I remember so vividly when your dad would come and take us out to, to the keg. keg. Yeah. Um, when we were in university and it was like, we were so poor and it was so exciting. We would get like everything we wanted. We'd get the Caesar salad to start. Yeah. We'd always get the Billy Minor pie at the end. For anyone who's not Canadian who hasn't experienced the keg, how Billy Minor pie, it's like almost like a coffee ice cream. Yeah. It's like an Oreo. Like it's an Oreo crust with chocolate ice cream, and then there's sliced almonds, and then chocolate sauce and caramel sauce drizzled on top. It's so good. It's heaven. What will be your death row meal? Okay, so I think my first course would be a caprese salad. Oh yeah. Um, but like really fucking good buffalo mozzarella, like just like perfect temperature, lightly salted. I knew you were gonna go. I'm you're going to go pasta, aren't you? I don't know. So I oh. would oscillate between pasta and steak. I would never go prime rib, ever. Yeah, no, I do. I love a roast. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're a big roast girl. That's cool. But no, I think I, I think it used to be pasta, and now I think it would be steak. So I think I'd get like a really good ribeye with – I need – roasty potatoes because I need a vehicle for some dipping sauces. <laughs> <laughs> like I would love, I would love to say mashed potatoes, but there's just no, there's no way, there's no way of putting dipping sauces on the mashed potatoes. I, where so there's yeah, a will, there's a way. 
Yeah, so I go like roasties, but like the British roasties that are like super crunchy. Yeah. Um, and maybe Caesar salad if I, if that's allowed. And then final uh, final course would be apple pie with cheddar cheese. Random, but okay. My grandma used to serve it all the time. It's like, um, I don't know where that's from or like if that's even a thing. I've met a couple of other people who are like, oh yeah, we used to do that in my family. But yeah, my my drink would be a red wine, like a really nice Valpolicella, like a Pinot Noir. Okay, so now I'm hungry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nicole orders from the keg tonight. No, <laughs> I've got like... salmon I'm going to cook, so. Oh, that I sounds, know. that sucks fine. I had waffles for like brunch, so I mean, I think I got my treat in today. Okay, wait, let's go most embarrassing memory because I want to hear yours. We've told all of my most embarrassing memories on the podcast already. We told when I – oh, no, we haven't. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. What is it? Because I was like, oh, no, Have we, we told – Have done this? No. Oh, my God, I'm going to cry. We've told the, like, when I walked across the stage in grade six and was taller than my principal. We've told the Maroon 5 story. We've told the bong – I forgot – there's a worse one, Megan. Okay. One second. I need a drink. <laughs> mm. Okay. So I was a cheerleader in high school. Yeah. And I would often compete. Um, and I was on the city team for a few years, and then I was with my my high school. And with my high school, one of the competitions we would do every year was, like, the provincials in Ontario. So we would go to Mississauga for a weekend and compete. The Ontario body always gave out scholarships every year. I don't know how this is going to get funny or embarrassing, but. Megan, this is like (laughs) horrific. It's not even funny. It's like, I get like, I'm going to break out in hives thinking about this. So I, from my school, was the only person who applied for the scholarship in my senior year. And so at the end of the two days, um, all the teams are coming down towards the mat and it's – the competition is in like an arena. So all of like the spectators are up in the stands and stuff and we're all on the – what would be normally like the ice. <laughs> and um, before they announced the winners of all of the like categories for like the competition, they announce who wins the scholarship. Okay. And so it's – I can't look at you when oh, I'm God. saying this. <laughs> look away um okay they start announcing it and they're going by and there's a few like levels to this scholarship and they're going through and I'm not getting picked and I'm like okay whatever and then all I hear is and from St. Joseph's which was my high school And then I hear nothing else because my team, knowing I was the only one from our school who did it, jump, like starts like clapping and cheering and they're like, go, 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 go. So I get up in front of an arena full of people, accept this scholarship. Once this is done, I get pulled aside and they go, I'm sorry, can you, what was your name again? (laughs) I did not win. It was another St. Joseph's. (laughs) This is on video somewhere. Oh, my God. I cried glitter tears the entire way home. And my dad and, like, all the parents were there. And they're like, 
we watched this happen because when you're on the floor, like you can't hear anything else. But it must have been so painful for them just to. They're watching a car crash. They're like, we know this is not hers. And she's getting up (laughs) and she's accepting this. Megan, the trauma. The trauma. I have had to. This is my most embarrassing moment. I think it's one of the most. That definitely makes sense. I'm like actually like <laughs> tingling, really Megan. I'm tingling right now. Are you like cold sweating? Yes, like like my like armpits right now. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, can I? Yeah. Okay, but like I'm like this is not the what what you want to hear right now. But I'm kind of struggling to think of think of my most embarrassing moment because I have a lot. Like I mean, we could choose between, and then I don't remember which ones I've told on the pod because. This is just like our friendship at this point. So I don't even remember what I've talked about. I mean, we could talk about the time when I was at BC Nationals and I like face planted. That was horrible. And my mom like pre-ordered like 20 photos and stop. Yeah. Have I not told? Okay. So maybe I haven't told this story. I mean, I am like the most clumsy Like, I'm the type of person where something bad will happen to me, like, in an embarrassing way. And people are like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, that's a classic you thing to have happened. But, yeah, no, I went to, for the first time ever, went to, like, a national competition. And I was doing my program. I was a figure skater, sorry. So, doing my program. I'm towards the end. And I, like, it was, oh, God. And this is going to really set the scene as well. I'm wearing this long, flowy, beautiful dress. And the song was Rufus Wainwright's Hallelujah. Oh. (laughs) So it's like, oh, no. Hallelujah. And then it's towards the end. I do this like backdrop thingy. Maybe I'll be able to find some of these photos. I do this like backdrop thingy. And then I turn around and I hit my pick by accident. And I literally like soar through the air. And fall flat on my stomach. And the entire crowd goes, ooh. Like, I literally heard people audibly being like, ooh. Oh, was like, my, oh God. my God. Oh, my God. And the most embarrassing, the only thing I could think about, because I got up really quickly, like, yeah. very gingerly. It was just like, okay, I'm up. But the, the thing that I was so embarrassed about was when I, when I fell on my stomach, my strapless bra moved all the <gasps> way down. No. So my boobs were just like flailing in the wind. Oh, that and is I'm never like, a good scene for anyone. It was awful. And I had to finish. I think there was like 45 seconds left in the program. And I had to do like a spin and like, I like couldn't get my bra up and like the whole thing. And I like basically didn't breathe. And I remember just like <laughs> getting off and I was like, <laughs> like started crying. I was like 16 or something at the time. Formative years. Like, yeah. My coach was like. It wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't good. And I was like, okay, yeah, thanks, Jennifer. Screw you. Okay, so we both had traumatic athletic. Yeah, I mean, there's so many more. Oh, fuck. Let's save those for yeah. future episodes, honestly. I think so. I, th- I mean, we could go on. I really ages. buried that. So I didn't, like... <sighs> She's working through it. Also, can we talk about strapless bras for a second? Because 99.9% of them are absolute shit, but I have found the holy grail of strapless bras by what Wonder. Is that? It's by Wonder Bra. I'll put a link in the our like link in our Instagram. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's by Wonder Bra and it literally it's like almost like out of your a metal. It's like two hands and they like sit there and hold up your 
boob on either side and it like goes down over your rib a little bit. It's literally like wearing a bulletproof vest. That shit does not move. Yeah, I actually really need a new strapless bra. Yeah. So please do share this because I will be taking advantage of it. Okay. Brilliant. Done. Say less. Okay, next next let's do something less contentious, less traumatizing. Best book of the year. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Which, Ooh. by the way, I listened to on an audiobook with my mother in the car on the drive to and from Vermont this year. Ooh, and it gets pretty sexy, doesn't it? Yeah, listening to a lesbian sex scene with your mother right <laughs> beside you in like graphic detail could have done without that. <laughs> could have been fine to not have. What done did you that. guys do? Did you like? Just my mom's like very. We just listened. My mom like is very, like she's cool. She doesn't care. Yeah, your mom is cool. She doesn't care. Um, I was talking to my. Oh, did I say this already? On the also, sorry that's a my, spoiler for anyone who's listening, but it is a bit of a spoiler, actually, Nicole. I was going to say something, but sorry. Wanna... Well, I mean, there's a lot of characters. You don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I remember when I was a kid, like where your parents would just like fast forward yeah, through those awkward scenes. It's more difficult when someone's driving. I was driving, so I couldn't do much. Yeah, that, that was my point, Nicole. Okay. I'm also reading a book by the same author right now. I can't remember the name of it, but it's also good. And it's like a girl who's 29 goes back to her hometown. And then she, based on like one decision, the book goes back and forth based on her life from then like one night out based on one decision. I'm like a third of the way through. Wait, by Taylor Jenkins Reid? Yeah. Let me look it up. Is that a new one? It's a newer Carrie one. Carrie Soto is back? No, it's not Carrie Soto. I really want to read all of like everything she's done. Yeah, no, I love her as an author. One second. Let me see if I can find it. Did you hear that Daisy Jones and the Sixth is – is um, sorry, not Sixth. Six yeah. is becoming a series? Yeah, I did. Yeah, on Prime, I think. Speaking of Prime, put a pin in that. I did find the name of the book. It's um, Maybe in Another Life by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Ooh, okay. I'm yeah. going to check that out. It's really good so far. I mean, I'm only a third of the way through, so like, please don't come for me if it doesn't end well. I don't know. Um, I don't know the trigger warnings to like lay out <laughs> here, but do you know what else is coming to Prime Video in Canada? What? Just what's a series that you loved? Oh, I know what it is. One Tree Hill. Yes. Do you know how excited I am? Yeah, I'm so pumped. It's Sophia honestly, Bush is my girl crush. Yeah, she could turn me. <laughs> she has turned me. Like, <laughs> No, I think – um. so it's quite interesting. There's like – I don't know if it's like PR or if that they like want to come back to – I don't know what it is, but have you just not noticed like – or maybe it's just my TikTok algorithm. Yeah, they were doing like a reunion thing. They did like <clears throat> But a, yeah, they were doing a reunion and it's like all over everything. Yeah. Like they have this podcast now. Yeah. But yeah, I love that it. was – a huge part of my formative years. So I'm very excited. Same. Okay. Um, what's your book? book? Yeah. So my book, so I started a book club in Toronto a few months ago. So this was the second, second book that we read. And it was like totally one of those books that I was like, you know what? I'm choosing this for the rest of the people in the book club. Like, I don't really think this is going to be my cup of tea. Okay. And then it, it ended up... <laughs> 
shut up. And then it ended up being unbelievable. I mean, you're going to understand why I didn't think it was going to be my cup of tea in a second. It was, um, it's about two friends who love video games and like how their lives anyways come together. It's called Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Okay. It is, I think her, one of her favorite, sorry, one of her favorite, one of her first books, but it is like unbelievable. Like, you know, when you read a book and you just like cannot put it down. Yeah. Kind of like Taylor Jenkins reads stuff, but yeah, um, I would say the nerd in me has to say like, I think a little bit better written. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I would highly recommend if anyone's looking for something to read over dead week, check out tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. You know what? Why don't we put a list together? I can link it in our link in bio on Instagram of like recommendations for books over the holidays. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Actually, this episode is going to come out on the 30th, I think. So it'll be a 2023 book list. Yeah. Unless you're like a crazy fast reader. (laughs) (laughs) One day. I have done that. But usually it's like straight up like smut that I'm reading. Anyways. Okay. I want to get a little meatier. Okay. I need you to fill in the blanks to this question, Meg. Friends would describe me as blank. Only you really know me. No, I am blank. Okay. Friends would describe me as confident. Only you really know that I'm deeply insecure. Meg. That's true. That's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. But... I still think you're quite confident. No. Okay. I'm oversimplifying. Like I'm not no, I know. deeply insecure about everything in my life. No, I know. I'm deeply insecure about some things in my to- life. Yeah, that's fair. And because we're so close, we've had a lot of like very deep yes, conversations. Exactly. Why did I do this with my hands while I said that? <laughs> no one feel bad for me, by the way. Like I'm great. I'm confident. You're I'm phenomenal. doing good. I'm just, there are certain things in my life I struggle with. And you know what? That is aware of those things. That's a testament of a true friendship too. And I think that I could say probably the same thing actually. Yeah. I mean, is there a lot, friends would describe me as, oh, one thing I think is really funny is when people describe me as chill. Oh, no, you're not. (laughs) And it's probably not just you that would know that, no. like other people would have, but when people are like, you're so chill, you're so, you're such a chill girl. And I'm like, oh, yeah, we no. clearly don't know each other very well. No. Okay. What about you? Friends would describe you as what, but only I know that you're what? Friends would describe me as like put together and only you know I'm a chaotic tornado of a human being. <laughs> Honestly. Only you know what your kitchen looks like. And only you know what I'm like on a Sunday morning on a pull-out couch watching Love Island eating like a sausage roll <laughs> Yeah, after a night out. That's true. That's true. We have a really unique thing because – I lived on your couch. Yeah. And – well, because you lived on my couch, but also we, we know the like London version of ourselves. Not that it's like wildly yes. different. No, but it is a little bit. But it is a bit. You – It is a bit. Yes. You – well, anyone in any situation that's not your normal habitat and you're away from your comforts and your your normal experiences, yeah. You're you're put to it, you're put in some tests and it really brings out some different sides of you. <laughs> that's very true. Okay. 
What's our so next do you question? Another fill in the blank. Sure. Okay, fill in the blank. I feel most confident when I blank. Mm-hmm. I answered this question off camera when we before we started recording, and that's not the actual answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say for those listening, when I have my tits out, and but that's that's not the answer. <laughs> That was being a crude joke like amongst girlfriends, but now I'm sharing it with everyone. Okay. What's the real answer then? Truthfully, and I've spent a lot of time thinking about – because I'm very – I'm deeply unconfident in like many social situations, mainly because I get in my head. We've talked about this many times. Totally. Um, So I feel most confident when I'm around people I know or I'm around people that – I feel comfortable with. I, like people that you've been vulnerable with. No, not even people that I'm vulnerable with. Even people, it's just someone that I know, someone who's familiar to me. I need that anchor into like existing I'm sure comfort. that's like everyone, babe. Okay, well. <laughs> like I'm pretty sure most people feel most comfortable when they're around people they know. Like I don't think anyone is like, well, maybe they do. I think there's plenty of people out there who can walk into a room and are just like, everyone loves me. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's a minority of the population, but yeah. Okay. 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 Do you want another answer or do you? Yeah. Give me a different answer. Jesus Christ. Okay. I feel most confident after a few glasses of wine. (laughs) Love that. Oh my God. That's like so true though. A hundred percent. Or when I have my nails done, which is pretty much always, but that's something that I feel like it's like a, it makes me feel put together. I could look like a mess everywhere else. Yeah. I think I feel most confident when I'm, my answer is so boring. I feel like I feel most confident when I've been like taking care of myself. Okay. No, fuck you. If I can't say walking into a room with people I know, you can't say that. (laughs) Absolutely not. But yeah, I feel like it's like, okay, okay, fine. Because I feel like most people would say the same thing. I feel most confident when I'm around my family. I would say I feel really confident when I'm around my family. Okay. You don't agree? You don't think I do? You Okay, I had to change my answer. Both of those. That's like a sub answer to the answer you gave originally. (laughs) Okay, um... I feel most confident when I have my tits out. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. No, I think I, I, you, I do feel really confident when I wear like nice underwear though. Do you want it? I thought, yeah, I, I need to get new underwear actually. Me too. Honestly, it's getting <laughs> so, dire. No, I need to get some new bras too. Anyways, a side note. Do you know when I think you feel the most confident and when it comes to like wearing things? When? Something when your back is showing. Oh my God. How did I not mention this? Because I know you better than you know yourself. That's so true. Whenever my back is showing, I feel so confident. I told you we're in love. You're totally right. You're totally right. (laughs) Okay. Well, what is your most toxic trait? I literally was just looking at our list of questions and I was like, absolutely not that one. depends who like who you would ask in in many situations I'm gonna give you two okay one I would say is how like my negative self-talk like it is on another absolute level 
And it's deeply toxic, which we've talked about many times, you and I, just like uh, the two of us together. But if you were to ask people that I'm quite close with, my tone when I'm not in the mood to talk. It's like my mom called me yesterday to ask me about something to do with my dating life. And I was in the middle of cleaning. And I was like, mom, I don't have time to talk about this right now. And she was like, whoa, okay. (laughs) Also, Cole, you can't put AirPods in? No, it was like 10.30 at night too. And I just wasn't in the headspace to like sit down and like talk about my dating life. And, but like when I'm not in it, I can be very curt and I can be very abrupt to people. And I think, I, I would think that's probably one of my most toxic traits, to be honest. Yeah, I actually think my, one of my most toxic traits could be that. Yeah. Not exactly the way you described it, but like, I think I can sometimes turn it on for yeah. other people and get not it turn it on for, yeah, and not turn it on for the people that I know I don't need to turn it on for. 100%. I do that all the time. And it's not something I'm proud of. I think the other thing, one of my toxic traits is I'm like super needy for reassurance. Oh, yeah. No, I, yeah. Like I'll like say things with the hope that someone will reassure me that I'm wrong. Yeah, fair. I'm trying to think of where I do that. I I haven't, I've done that in certain situations. Specifically people I've dated when I'm feeling unconfident in the situation. Yes, I've done that. I do it at work sometimes. I literally texted my boss today going like, I'm sorry, am I dumb? Because I wasn't understanding something. And he wrote back a gift being like, yeah. (laughs) Has the glass of champagne gone to my head or am I just dumb? Yeah. Okay. I think we probably have time for like two more questions. Okay. So I want to do a bit of a fun one quickly, if that's okay. Okay, fun. Go. What do you think my perfect date night would be? Oh, good question. Okay, your perfect date night. So, okay, hold. Is it a first date? Sure, we'll call it a first date. No, you know what? No, you know what? That's that's too generic. We're going to go third date. Oh, great. Okay, better answer now. So I think it would be being taken to a really nice restaurant. Like, I think, like, so you can get up and you can, like, not get up, get, get dressed up is yeah. what I was trying to say. Look really pretty. But I think before you go to the restaurant, you'd want to do like some sort of like activity, but like nothing too um, active. Like maybe it's like playing darts at a bar or it's like, like just like something mm. it probably wouldn't be darts, but like some sort of activity. And then you move on to like a nicer dinner somewhere you don't want to get too drunk you're not like a big drunk girl so you'd probably just want to contrary to what I make people believe on this podcast but yes yeah. <laughs> Nicole's not a huge drinker so she'd probably yeah she'd probably you'd probably have like a really nice meal tons of really good conversation maybe you'd go for a little walk after I'm assuming that this would be in the summer I'm okay. not assuming that it would be right now and then okay. you he'd walk you home I mean, not super, it's not super like inventive, but I feel like would be good. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say no to it. What, there's what one, you there's one key thing that you're missing though, as like a detail, there's reservations involved. Oh, I assumed. <laughs> I said at the beginning, I said like he'd take you to yeah. like a nice, No, but yes, you're right. I, mean, like, I, just, I just like knowing that like, I'm not going to have to wait more than anything. <laughs> I hate waiting. Oh um, no, I... <laughs> I like it. I'd probably do 
my idea of a perfect date would be dinner first and then an activity after, like a comedy show or a concert or something like that. That would be like my – or a walk or or like – or going to like a bar with like a live band or something. That would be my like idea of a perfect date. Okay. What about me? Okay. So third date too? (laughs) Third date. Okay. So – I think you would want to go to a really cool cocktail bar. Yes. And I think you would want to – I almost see it like something where you could like make your own cocktails or like custom like craft cocktails Ooh, or something. Like get involved in something. Yeah. Like it's more personalized or it's either that or it's like some like underground, you know, speakeasy style cocktail bar. Love it. After that, I can see you guys going for uh, like I almost see you like bar hopping, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. for like your courses. So like you go to one part, like one place for uh, a cocktail to start, then you go to another place for like more drinks and appies, and then you go to another place for like mains or dessert, and then you end up at a pub or a bar, so something more low key. Yes. But that you're super comfortable in because like you said, I think on a previous episode, you're a, like you love being a local somewhere. So I think you'd want to end on like your turf. Yeah, but I wouldn't want to be in my turf on a first date. So no, I think third date. Great differentiation. Yes. yes, exactly. Yeah. So what we're learning when we're playing this is that Nicole knows Megan better than Megan knows Nicole. <laughs> no, you know me quite well. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was spot on. You nailed it. Yeah. So pretty much should we go on a date? Cool. No, we can do that for our itinerary for Toronto. Yeah, we should. I can come up with it. There's a bunch of TikToks that I have saved of like things I want to do in Toronto. So I'll send you some and we can like figure that out. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. I mean, I have to go and eat chicken wings with my parents. Okay. But this was so much fun. Yeah. And I'm so excited to do this again. I think we do need a part two of this episode. So maybe that's even next week's episode. Or we do it. Yeah. You know what? Let's do that again. Let's do a part two to this for next week's episode. Okay. So make sure you subscribe. So you get. Subscribe, share with your friends. Yeah. We got such a, actually, Cole, I forgot to tell you, we got such a nice message or I got such a nice message from a girl that I was friends with in high school being like, oh my God, I'm so obsessed with your podcast. Okay. It's like, oh. My sister's boyfriend apparently, so before I went to like their birthday for karaoke, which is what I did. Anyways. On Friday? Yeah. His brother, who I went to high school with, was there and talking about it because him and his wife, I guess, listen. Or his wife listens and he wanted to rate the podcast, but you have to listen to it. So he was like, I'm going to listen to it. But he was like, I'm playing it in the background at the party on the speakers so he could rate the podcast. <laughs> oh Isn't that God, so, so sweet? Cute. Yeah. That's so sweet. And his wife too, like was telling my sister like about how she loves it and stuff. So it's just, this has been like such a scary thing to do, but so nice to hear what people think. It's been really lovely and it's fun. Yeah. It's so fun. Yeah. Honestly, start a podcast, guys. A hundred percent. Okay. On that note, I'm going to go make my salmon um, and you go eat your chicken wings and have some beer. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye.